Hello, and welcome back to the Let's FaceTime podcast. My name is Jocelyn, and today I'm here alone with absolutely nobody to FaceTime. The sad reality of the situation is that my schedule and Kylie's schedule are quite simply not aligning. As you probably know if you listened to our previous episode, Kylie is a PhD student and I am in the workforce and because of Kylie's class load and schedule and the fact that she lives on the west coast while I live in central time, we quite literally could find no time to record in the past few weeks. No worries though, I am still here and I am planning on giving you the most exciting episode of your entire life. I thought long and hard about what this episode should actually be about because it's probably my only chance at solo podcasting ever because let's be honest, I'm probably not cut out for it. And at the end of the day, what I decided I wanted to talk about was reality television because there's absolutely nothing that I spend my time doing more than reality TV. I am fully invested, I am always watching, I am binging at least four different shows at a time. I am a huge fan of competition shows, so my go-to reality television shows are dating games such as The Bachelor, Bachelor in Paradise, Love is Blind, and then quote-unquote real games such as The Amazing Race and Survivor. Other than that, I don't really ever watch like real-world drama like Vanderpump Rules or The Kardashians or the D'Amelios, that type of show really isn't my thing just because I want to watch something that's intentionally contrived. If I wanted real life drama, I could probably just create it. So today what I wanted to do is spend a little time talking about Survivor because I love it so much and I'm obsessed and this episode comes out on a Wednesday, which is the day that Survivor airs. I've been keeping up with season 45 live, which means that you are going to get to hear all of my opinions up to the most recent episode in this podcast, which feels really cool and like I'm a real professional podcaster. (laughs) I've been compulsively watching constantly. I found out that there are a bunch of seasons available for free on Amazon Prime, and so I've just been banging out season after season after season. I am so immersed in the Survivor world now that it's probably a bit unhealthy. I used to watch it as a child, and I haven't watched it in a really, really long time because my family got bored of watching it long before I personally ever got bored of watching it. And then as an adult, it literally never occurred to me to start it back up. But recently I got YouTube TV, which let me tell you is incredible. Like for all this talk of, oh, they're reinventing cable, blah, blah, blah. YouTube TV is actually reinventing cable, but I have all the channels that I could ever want. Like, I don't know what I'm missing. I'm sure I'm missing something, but it just seems objectively easier to use than cable while being the exact same thing. Once again, I don't know, someone's probably going to correct me on that. One of the really cool things about Survivor is that you have all these people from really different backgrounds coming together and lying to win, and everybody there knows that they're lying, and they also know that it's a little bit of a popularity contest. You have this really strong dichotomy of people who want to lie to win and people who want to tell the truth and seem like a reputable person so that people actually want them to win. 
just as a little asterisk that we're all on the same page before I go into critiquing all these players who are actually playing the game. Right now, as I said, Survivor is my obsession, so it is a show that I really, really, really would love to go on. Like, I think it'd be one of the coolest things in the entire world, but do I think I could win? Absolutely not. These people are out here starving to death. I just watched an episode where a guy literally passed out in the middle of a challenge because of dehydration, and he was trying to keep competing. Do I think I could handle that lack of food and water? Maybe, but could I handle that lack of food and water on top of a lack of sleep? Absolutely not. I am a 9.30 p.m. to 7.30 a.m. sleeper. I love to be in bed. I love to be cozy. I am an insomniac. Takes me a really long time to fall asleep, even under the best of conditions. So I like to be in bed a lot because that's how I end up getting enough rest to survive. I'm also really, really crabby and non-functional when I become tired, so I just know that I would become an absolute monster to live with by, like, day three. <laughs> that part of my personality aside, I would love to play Survivor. The idea of all of these physical competitions where you compete for immunity, the strategy of voting out the weakest player versus the strongest player, because for those of you guys who don't know, they start out in tribes, which are little groups that are competing together, and only the losing groups have to go to tribal council where they vote off one player to leave the game. But then about halfway through, they go to individual play style. It's called the merge, where it's every man for themselves. And so at that point, if you have tons of strong players left in the game, They'll just beat you for every immunity challenge and you'll end up having to go home by default. But on the same token, if you vote out all your strong players too early, you never win an immunity challenge. You're always at tribal council and you're home even earlier than that. So it is at its core a mix of a social and strategy game and I think it would be really fun to try and play that. I mean, all the games are a mix of a social and strategy game for the most part, but Survivor is where that's the most obvious and where I think it'd be really fun just to kind of see what I can do. All right, I think that's enough of talking about me and it's time to actually dive into the episode. The last episode of Survivor 45, we were in Mergatory. And for those of you who don't know, which I didn't know until literally last week, Mergatory is this new era gameplay technique where they put everyone on the same beach, but then instead of actually merging them and letting the people who get voted out go to the jury and having every single person on the beach vote for who gets voted out, they do this weird random draw for team thing and then a really physical challenge and the losing team are the only ones who can be voted out, but everyone can vote. I kind of hate this because all the girls that I loved and the girly pop boys who I also loved were all on the same team. And because it was a super physical challenge, obviously the girly pops lost. My heart was broken because someone that I really liked was going home and ultimately that did end up being Jay Maya. I do feel like if Jay had been on a different season or perhaps just had 
played her game a little differently in the first day or something that we saw off camera. She could have been a really good player, but for some reason, the girls of her alliance just hated her for no reason, even though she was so loyal. So I was pretty disappointed about that, but what can you do? Once Mergatory started and I finally got my head wrapped around what it all was, there was actually a lot of really, really fun on the beach drama. One of the best things to see happen was everyone getting annoyed at Bruce because I have been so annoyed at Bruce for the entire season. I've been team Katura all the way. She is correct. That man is doing the most and he needs to stop. Seeing Kelly finally realize this and get annoyed at him as well in her confessionals was incredible because I'm really hoping that it means he'll go home soon. On the downside, however, it's looking like that's pretty unlikely to happen because the Bellow Blues have all the power at the moment and they do not appear like they're going to fracture the same way Reba did. That Reba tribe just fell apart by sending Jay home and agreeing to send Jay home even though they did not need to whatsoever. If just one of them, like I'm looking at Jay, had made a safety vote when they all voted for Caleb the first time, none of this would have been a problem. But obviously, who could have predicted? So, like I kind of said earlier, this is my first of the new era seasons, so I was not aware of Shot in the Dark. I heard about it because Emily was doing the whole, like, I will give you my Shot in the Dark thing earlier in the season. So I had, like, vibes. I understood Shot in the Dark. I didn't understand the rich history, the fact that it had never been successfully used to save a player. And then, boom, Caleb uses his shot in the dark. Boom, they read all the votes. He should have been going home. And I was so excited because I love Caleb. He's the funnest. That's not a word. He's the most fun, most dynamic player. His social game is on point. And honestly, he makes good TV. So why would I want him voted out? This whole season has just been so incredibly good, and honestly, that was the pinnacle right there. Like, that is what we want to happen when there's weird twists and turns and things in the game of Survivor. We want to see our faves using those twists to stay in the game, and the person who goes home making dumb mistakes like Jay not throwing a safety vote even though she knew her head was on the chopping block. I did see some people wondering why Emily didn't play a safety vote, and let me tell you, I do believe that would have been the dumbest thing to have ever happened in the game of Survivor. Emily needed to earn the trust of her Reba tribe, her new Reba tribe, and it seems like she did that because they told her that they were going to vote Caleb out, when they could have just as easily left her in the dark, or told her Jay, or done something else to throw her off the scent and make sure Caleb didn't play his shot in the dark. The fact that they told her means that she's done good work with them, and voting for someone other than Caleb would have just thrown that completely away. I'm trying to think about if there are any other big takeaways from this episode that need to be discussed here, and honestly, I don't really know if there were. The episode itself didn't have a ton going on except for the Caleb drama, and the Caleb drama resolved itself well. I'm really interested to see if they all just decide to vote out Caleb again next round or if something changes because it is kind of rare, I feel, that we get a unanimous vote. 
with this many people on the tribe. So it would seem like Caleb is kind of easy pickings, which would be disappointing for him. My hope is that he proves to Bello and to Katura especially that he is on their side and that they decide to actually go against someone who is blatantly against them. At least this early in the game, I do think it's better to get out the strong players on the other tribe as opposed to the strong players in the middle ground because hopefully you will still have good enough numbers to get out the middle ground players a bit later in the season. But you never know. I could be completely wrong. Apparently in Survivor 45, spoiler I guess, a middle floater player won and so now everybody is really afraid of that, especially given that Bruce probably knows that the middle floater player won before he went in to the season because I'm sure he's friends with all the people on his season. At the moment, while I watch, I think what's going to be really interesting going down the stretch is the Reba 4, which is Julie, D, Austin, and Drew, can use all of their advantages and their trust in each other and their powers and all that yin-yang, ziggity-zag stuff to overcome the Bello tribe in their entirety. Bello definitely has more cracks in it, especially now that they voted Jemai out. <laughs> and I think that can probably be exploited. Emily and Caleb can also probably be exploited, especially given the fact that Caleb now knows Bruce hates him and Caleb thought him and Bruce were homies. Which, by the way, would be so crushing. I think, actually, that's an underrated part of playing Survivor that I didn't talk about earlier thinking you're friends with someone and then finding out they hate you, oh my god, I can't even imagine that pain. I kind of want to see something interesting happen with the Reba people, just because I do like Dee and I do like Austin. I feel like Julian... No, whoa. Drew, I'm kind of take it or leave it. So they could really go either way for me. In the end though, as you most likely could have predicted for me, I obviously want Kelly to win. Kelly is the best. Kelly is amazing. Kelly is gay. And she's just really entertaining. Like, she has a very quiet confidence. She's playing the game of Survivor like I would hope I played the game of Survivor, which is powerful. Everybody knows you're in charge, but not being like super loud about it and obnoxious and in everyone's face like other people are trying to be. I guess my major hope for this coming week is that they vote out Sifu because he's been really driving me insane. I'm sure he's been driving the people on the beach insane as well. His energy is just a little bit too much for me and maybe it's the way they're editing it or maybe it's just our personalities would not mesh very well, but I'm a little bit over it. I'm also a little bit over Kendra, but Kendra has one thing going for her and that's that she's a woman and I'm always gonna cheer for the women in Survivor. So, sorry Sifu, you're next up on my chopping block. <laughs> Not that I have anything to say about it whatsoever. Yeah, I guess that's pretty much all I have to say. This is obviously going to be a very short episode because it's hard to talk to yourself for a full 30 minutes to an hour. I have an incredible amount of respect for the people who do actually do that. And maybe I will try again in the future with some more notes or something planned or a way that I can talk for longer. 
If you enjoy me kind of just talking about TV shows and stuff, either with or without Kylie, make sure to let me know because I can make more of them. I'm sure me and Kylie are going to be on different schedules again at some point in the future. I want to talk about Golden Bachelor, Amazing Race, Love is Blind when it comes back, all of that. So if you enjoy this type of content, make sure you let me know. And otherwise, thank you for listening to the Just Joss. Yep, I, I made that up right now, so work in progress. I can tweak it still. But thank you for listening to the Just Joss edition of the Let's FaceTime podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Life with Joss or on Instagram at Jocelyn underscore Lutzy. You can also find me on my website at www.rightthroughthenight.com. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I'll be back next week with Kylie, hopefully. Knock on wood. Thanks for listening. Bye!